0: Welcome to the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus doctorate coach and diversity consultant. I finished my doctorate in four years while working a full-time job, traveling the world and balancing a busy social life. And now I'm on a mission to create community for women of color to complete their doctorate degrees. Join me and my friends as we discuss the ups and downs of pursuing a doctorate degree and helping others to level up as doc students. Hello, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus here with another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. Today is episode five, and we have another solo episode. And I thought that I would talk about vision boards. It's the end of the year, and this is the time of year where people start to think about their New Year's resolutions and start to think about the kind of year that they want to create. And sometimes they do that through the use of a vision board. And I love vision boards. In fact, I've already met with um, on two different occasions, one with a co-worker and another with a friend to work through my vision board for 2021 and thought that I would do an episode all about this topic to get you inspired. The other thing too is that uh, I don't know if you know, but January 9th is the National Vision Board Day. So this is where people all over the world are making vision boards. So I thought I would talk a little bit about that to get you all prepared for January 9th. If you're planning to do your vision board on that day or maybe if you're doing it some other kind of day because like I said, I've already started to do it and didn't really think about that national holiday. But for those of you who do not know what a vision board is, um, they're traditionally uh, done through a visual representation of the things that you hope to manifest in either the next quarter, or year, or even years. Most of the time, people do it based off of a year timeline. They are usually made with some type of poster board, and they're covered with old magazine clippings to illustrate the things that you want to focus on or want to occur in the upcoming year. People usually tape or glue the items on the board using pictures and or words. Um, I've seen it where it's like exclusively pictures or exclusively words or a combination of both. And people get really creative and artistic with their vision boards. And the final product usually serves as a physical representation of your goals and aspirations for the year. Creating a vision board is so important to doctoral students because as a doc student, it is really hard to see beyond the tree that's right in front of you. All of your focus is on the thing that is producing the most pain for you. Um, It's probably a paper that you have to write, interviews that you have to conduct, analysis that you have to complete, a literature review that you have to write, And the vision board helps you to see beyond that one thing and see the whole forest. It helps you to create a link between what's in front of you right now and what you hope to materialize down the road. Vision boards have become very popular over the years And, um, you know, some people do vision board parties. um, And now, like I said, too, there's a national holiday. Uh, For me, I consider myself an OG vision boarder (laughs) since some of my earliest memories date back to 2005. And after all of these years, I still get surprised by how much gets accomplished based off of what I put on my board at the beginning of the year. I know that some people aren't fans or may not even know what a vision board is or the benefits, Um, you might be one of those people. So I wanted to dedicate this episode to sharing more about vision boards and how they can help you with the doctoral journey and life in general. In true scholarly fashion, I wanted to do some research on vision boards and I found an article by Lisa Burton and Jonathan Lent that advocated for the use of vision boards to increase the communication between counselors and their clients. And I found this quote that I thought was um, kind of interesting, too, and could probably lay the foundation for the topic that I'm talking about today. And in it, they say, vision boards inspire clients and help them to focus on goals and empower them to create the life they imagine through the identification of goals. A vision board can assist a client in moving from difficulties with visualizing one's future to creating a path that is observable and optimistic. Rather than focusing on an in-depth exploration of past problems and concerns, the vision board Allows the client to concentrate on the future and to feel positive about what is occurring. And so I thought that was a great quote, especially given the craziness of 2020. It was filled with a lot of pain, loss, uncertainty. And I thought that this was a great way to think about, you know, the board instead of thinking about, the, the past problems and concerns using the future or using the boards to really visualize what you want the future to be. And for me, vision boards are a way to manifest the things that I want in my life. It serves as inspiration and a roadmap of sorts. Another quote that I thought was super helpful for this podcast was one that I found from Kelsey Patel who's an author and he writes, if we don't have a clear direction of where we're headed and where we wanna go, it can be very easy to get caught up in things that aren't actually good for us. Creating a vision board is a powerful way of getting to know yourself and what it is you truly want to manifest and call into your life. So, I thought that that was a great quote and a great support to creating vision boards. And so, you know, how do you go about creating a vision board? First, you need your supplies, of course. You want to figure out what's going to serve as the background of your board. In the past, I've used file folders, I've used construction paper, um, large poster boards that you can get from the dollar store. Um, In addition to that, you're gonna need some scissors, glues, and lots of old magazines. I also like to pour myself a glass of wine to make it that much more fun. So that's part of the supplies that you need for your vision board making. Second, you're gonna wanna figure out what matters to you. Personally, I love reflecting. I love reflecting at the end of the month to see how my month went. I love reflecting on my birthday to see, you know, what was the last year like and what do I want the next year to be. And of course, now too, I love reflecting at the end of the year. I don't know if it has anything to do with my Myers Briggs. I'm an ISTJ, in case you're wondering or my astrological sign, and I'm in Aries. Um, But I take every opportunity to reflect. By reflecting, I am able to see what has shifted for me, and what I want to prioritize in the new month or year. And so that's what Um, I like to do. You also want to know, like, are there certain themes that you want to concentrate on? So like, are you thinking about career moves? Is it health-wise that you're um, wanting to concentrate in the next uh, year or so? So those are some things to think about. Then while you're doing this, you want to cut out whatever jumps out to you from the magazines. Um, Because one of the worst things that I hate doing is seeing something. And then I'm like, I don't want that anymore. And then later on, while I'm, you know, putting things together, I'm like, where was that where you know, that I found that quote, or that picture that could have totally you know, represented what I'm going for. So while you're going through your magazines, you want to pay attention to if you have an emotional reaction to an image or a word. Those are going to be things that you want to cut out and put to the side because uh you know it probably means something or it's tied to something that you may want to concentrate on in the new year. And pretty much like Anything goes. So do whatever works best for you. So I have a couple of tips here, maybe like four tips on how to make your vision boards successful. Number one, you want to think about all facets of your life. So think about personal, your family, your career, health, All of those things, you'll want to set some time out beforehand to brainstorm about the things that you'd like to manifest in the different parts of your life. I can't stress the reflection piece like any more than I already am, especially for all of my introverts out there. Trust me, I remember being a part of a vision board making activity with my staff back in 2013 or 14. I think it was 14. And I left with nothing on my board. I didn't take the time to think about the past year, which was particularly challenging for me. And I ended up feeling overwhelmed by an activity that I typically love. So be sure and do yourself a favor and take it from me and Go into your vision board session prepared by doing the reflection that you need to have on the past year and then thinking through the things that you want to prioritize in the next year. The second piece of advice share your final product with someone the act of talking through what each image or text represents is powerful it really makes it more real and then you get to have a person that can serve as an accountability partner for you it's also important to note that this isn't a time for others to critique anything that you have on your board one affirmation that i tell myself is Don't let others' views limit what I see for myself. For a variety of reasons, people may say things because the future that you see for yourself scares them. And just know that that fear isn't for you to carry. You keep dreaming up the big dreams that you have for yourself and take steps to make it happen. And if you do get, you know, anyone placing limiting views on what you're setting out for yourself, just deflect that and do not internalize that. The third piece of advice that I have is that there's actual work involved. You can't just put your board out there and expect things to magically happen. You want to make actionable goals that relate to the larger goal that you have. And for me, I recommend the use of SMART goals. And SMART is kind of an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. For example, if I have a goal of defending my dissertation proposal by May 15th, I may say that I want to read 30 articles by the end of January. And I want to do that by specifically reading an article every day for the next month and, you know, leave it at that. So if you're looking at the SMART goals, the specific piece is that I am choosing to read an article every day for the next month. And the goal is also measurable because at the end of the day, I can look back and say, if I read an article or not. Now, I'll probably ask myself, is this goal attainable? And that will require me to look at the day and see how can I make this goal happen? Maybe I might commit to dedicating my lunch hour to reading an article. And to fulfill that, maybe I'll dedicate my lunch hour to reading uh, the article that I want to read for that day. Then I might ask, is this goal relevant to my goal of defending my dissertation? So then I'll say yes, because I'll create an annotated bibliography for each article, which I can use to build out the literature review section of my proposal. And lastly, I'll want to see if this is time-based. And the answer to that is yes, because I stated that I have a time frame to when I wanna accomplish that goal. So you'll want to use this same strategy when you're thinking and evaluating your your goals. So the fourth and last uh, piece of advice that I have is to post your vision board somewhere so that you can see it every so often. Uh, You want to be reminded by the goals that you set out to accomplish. And so posting it will be that visual reminder. You want to make sure that you revisit the board often and not be afraid to pivot should things uh, change or shift for you. Some of the things that you uh, set out to do may not end up being done because maybe they weren't under your control. So you want to give yourself room for that. Uh, an example of that is I had traveling to Bali to celebrate my graduation on my on my uh, vision board for 2020, but the pandemic hit and that put the brakes on on that plan. And so, you know, I'll pivot and find some other way to get to Bali uh, for sure. So those are all of my advice and encouragement to create a vision board if you've never done one. And I think too, after the year that we've had, like I said before, this is the perfect time to You know, create one. By the way, I wanted to share that I created something special just for you all. I created a digital vision board template for you if you want to forego the paper and magazines. And uh, this template goes through all of the steps that I just talked about, which included reflecting, creating the actual vision board, and listing action. Uh, steps to accomplish the larger goal. The template is using canva which provides you with access to all of their stock photos, which is great since you can sometimes be limited with the images that are in your magazine you know collection. If you want in on that template, visit the show notes to get the link to receive the template in your inbox. And if you post your finished product on social media, please tag me. I want to see what your goals are and how creative you get with the template. I'm at Dr. Emanuela, that's D-R-E-M-M-A-N-U-E-L-A on Instagram, Twitter, and I'm also on LinkedIn too, so tag me. One of my favorite quotes is from The Alchemist, which is written by Paulo Coelho. And in it, he writes, when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. And I think that's what happens when you're going through the process of creating a vision board and writing down your goals you're writing it down and saying that this is what i want and then everything in the universe gets together to make it happen and it just dawned on me that i should share some of the things that are on my vision board <laughs> so one thing that i have on the vision board is community and uh that's tied to my hope of launching the writing on my mind community in february and so i'm putting it out there so hold me accountable to that i'm excited for this community where you'll get to support one another celebrate each other's wins and hopefully create an opportunity for collaboration and to also counteract the harshness of academia for women of color I also have traveling on there. I know it's a challenging uh, time given the pandemic, but I want to see how I can safely travel again and and take the necessary precautions to uh, be safe and not, um, you know, do anything foolish while exploring the world. I want to write a book. So I need to take the steps to do that uh, and The book is going to be tied to uh, navigating the doctoral process. And again, I'm sharing this so that you all can keep me accountable. Uh, So hoping to write a proposal and maybe a draft by the end of the year. So fingers crossed on that. And lastly, one of the things that I want to work on is rest. Uh, I recently had a conversation with a friend about my unhealthy relationship with time and being productive. And I'm on a mission to give myself permission to have a seat and do nothing and be okay with that. And so I have rest on my vision board as well. And, you know, that's those are like some of the big things on my vision board. So I thought I would share that with you all. And with that, I think I'm going to close out this fifth episode. I hope that you all have a lot of fun creating your vision boards. Um, I also hope that you have a safe and happy new year and can't wait to see what you all come up with and, uh, you know, see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. If you're loving the content, make sure to subscribe and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other women of color doctoral students find podcasts. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dr. Emanuela. And if you're looking for a group of real women of color doctoral students to help you accomplish your goals, join the Writing on My Mind community by visiting writingonmymindpodcast.com.